0: Blog Talk Radio. Marcy Cheek, and this is my show, Say What? Where? When? And most importantly, why? I've been asking why my whole life, and here on my show, I want to share with you some of the answers I've found out that might be helpful and interesting to you. And tonight is my show about the revolutionary new way to lose weight. It's not what you eat, it's what you say. <laughs> and be- and be- uh, before I get to the actual uh, experience that I had, I wanted to um, lay a little groundwork here. Now, as you know, we've been um, talking about how life here on Earth goes in cycles, circles and cycles. And we're now coming out, and we have come out of, a very, very long and very, very dark cycle here on the earth. But there have been cycles of light here on the earth before, and during these cycles of light, the beings who lived here were lived in peace without any need for all the laws, the multitudes of laws, and the multitudes of lawyers, <laughs> To make people do what is the right thing to do for everyone's highest and best good? Do you know the golden rule? Do you know that every single esoteric and organized religion that's ever been here on the earth has had the golden rule and its doctrines? Um, Some of them are, Islam says, No one of you is a believer until he desires for his brother that which he desires for himself. Uh, Judaism says, What is hateful to you, do not to your fellow man. Zoroaster said that even nature refrains from doing unto another whatsoever is not good for itself. And the Tao says, Regard your neighbor's gain as your own gain, and your neighbor's loss as your loss. Confu- Confucius says, Surely it is the maxim of loving kindness to do not unto others what you would not have them do to you. And Buddha said, hurt not others in ways that you yourself would find hurtful. So the sum of all these doctrines is to do not unto others that would cause you pain if done to you. Also during these past golden ages on Earth, Earth was in communication with everybody else in the universe. There was space travel and very delightful interplay throughout all of the immediate creation. That is, until the Lucifer Rebellion. I've talked about that in the past, so I thought I'd explain it a little bit more. Lucifer was a system sovereign in our part of the Milky Way. He had a lot of solar systems under his command. And he decided to rebel and set up a system of his own where he would be totally in charge and not have to go with the established working order in the galaxy. Now, here on Earth, Satan was Lucifer's first lieutenant. And the, uh, the Earth's president at that time was Caligastia. So uh, Satan and Caligastia decided that um, they would pile up with Lucifer and go into the rebellion. So of course Jesus then, who is the creator son of our universe, set up a quarantine and put all of the planets that went into the rebellion into the quarantine to uh, protect the rest of the universe from the corruption. Now, Earth has been in this quarantine up until 1988. At that time, Lucifer, Lucifer uh, entered into the second death, and his elementals have all been returned to the void. But also in 1988, Dr. Deepak Chopra came on the scene. And I believe Dr. Chopra is of the order of Melchizedek. Um, the Melchizedek's have long held the highest wisdoms for planetary consciousness. And Dr. Chopra has begun to give all those wondrous wisdoms back to us. Uh, He has all his books available on his website, and also uh, he's here on Blog Talk Radio. Tune him in. And at that time, books and television shows and magazines and all other kinds of communications began to talk about angels and psychic experiences and people were having near-death experiences and coming back and telling us about it that there was light at the end of the tunnel (laughs) and only light by the way everyone goes to the light And so since 1988, Earth has now been put back into its original status of being in communication with the rest of the universe, and there's a lot of evidence that we are uh, back in communication. Um, Controversial evidence, uh, but evidence nonetheless. UFO sightings, crop circles, all kinds of things, so... Um, gradually we are beginning our upward cycles now into a new golden age. And it certainly is no accident that the man the United States has chosen to lead our country since 2008 received the Nobel Peace, Nobel peace Prize. Because down deep inside of all of us is that desire to live in peace and be healthy and happy. And now wonderful new ways for that to happen are coming on the earth. And the old ways of what have been considered success or being successful are now passing away. And we're going to be able to move into glorious new actions of love and peace and harmony and health and prosperity and happiness. Hooray! <laughs> I've waited my whole life for this. And... uh I thought we would just discuss all these new ways here on my show so we can all walk together hand in hand, being unified in all of our diversity, each of us being who we really are, expressing our own special gifts and talents in truth and honesty for the highest and best good of all of us. Okay, for the last three, six weeks, I've been taking a class called Conscious Anatomy. An 18-week course every Tuesday night, and I've taken it twice now, and I'm starting it again on January 14th because it has such concepts in it that um, you have to hear it over and over and over to get it. For instance, here's just one that'll blow your mind: Every cell in our body has the capacity to become a stem cell and create whatever is necessary. See, that's not something that you can believe right off the bat. (laughs) It's something you have to tell yourself over and over and over and over. So I'm taking this starting again um, January 14th. And in this class, we are learning to develop our natural intuitive powers that operate from the pineal gland in the brain. Now, evolutionary biologists believe that the pineal gland cells share common evolutionary ancestral uh, cells with the retina in the eye. So... um, A lot of people call the pineal gland our third eye. Um, The pineal gland is connected to our sympathetic and our parasympathetic nervous systems, as well as the endocrine system, and it also produces melatonin, which regulates sexual behavior and our sleep and wake cycles. I guess about the only part of the pineal gland that's been in operation, it's just a teeny tiny little thing right now. The only thing that's really operating out of it right now is the regulating sexual behavior. I mean, it's like, give me that melatonin. I want some more melatonin. (laughs) And I'm certainly not against the release of melatonin at all. (laughs) But there's so much more we can use the pineal gland for. That will enhance our life uh, as much as, mel- as the release of melatonin, and on a very uh, on a daily basis. Well, in past golden ages, people who lived here on the Earth had the full use of their uh, pineal gland. They lived in foreknowledge, foreknowledge, with the ability to see and hear and feel in dimensions other than just the third dimension. And a good way to explain how the pineal gland works is through the life of Jesus because he had a fully functioning pineal gland and lived in total awareness that he was merely energy, uh, living in an immense void, which is what Einstein said about life here on earth. And a person who has this awareness can walk through walls, walk on water, Transport from one place to another just by a thought multiply food Jesus could change the molecular structure of anything just by sounding a sound he usually just spoke a word of power and blind eyes would open and deaf ears heard and cripples walked and the dead were raised and now this is based on a scientific fact that sound alters matter Everything started with sound. It's a big bang theory, if you will. And I'm a, a board-certified tuning, tuning fork practitioner, and I use the tuning forks to sound various sounds that will tone and tune up the body. I noticed recently that Abbott Laboratories was running an ad on AOL describing a five-point tune-up for a man's physical body, uh, blood pressure, cholesterol, blood sugar, testosterone, and PSA. And you're supposed to get all that checked, guys. And uh, you're all supposed to come up with the same numbers. You know, Western medicine wants everybody to have the same numbers. (laughs) There's not a single person on the earth who is the same as anybody else. So how in the world could we all have the same numbers? I suggest a five-point tune-up with the tuning forks. And let's check your chakras, your sympathetic parasympathetic nervous system your digestive system, your elimination system, your endocrine systems. And if we can get all of them operating in sync with one another, you'll be healthy and feel great. And in order to get all of these systems working according to the divine blueprint for all of your own personal, individual, unique physical structure, we all need to get a lot of junk out of our cells. And talking about junk in the cells is where we're going to learn about this new concept about dieting that you've never heard before. It's not what you eat, it's what you say. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you my experience. So during these past 36 weeks I've been taking this conscious anatomy class and um if you live in the in the Orange County area, by the way, um, this class is held at the Temple of Light at 11 Goddard Street in Irvine, California. And the telephone number is 949-333-1641. That's 949-333-1641. Now, every week, we practice developing the abilities of the pineal gland. And after the lecture by Theta Healer, Reverend Danielle, we pair up in twos. And we ask permission of one another to scan the inside of our body. So in 1,000th of a second, we go into the body of our partner from head to toe. And then in 1,000th of a second, we come back out. And then we create a hologram of what we saw and ask our higher source of wisdom what we should tell our partner. Okay, now I've been carrying about 15 pounds of extra weight this past year for some reason. It all collected in the area of my stomach just below my rib cage. So I finally just decided to ask one of my partners to see if they could tell what was causing my body to collect this weight in my stomach area because I had also been having a lot of heartburn. Well my partner that night was an RN who still works at a local hospital and she said she didn't see any disease in there like a tumor or a hernia or stoppage of any kind. She said it just seems like everything seems to get stuck there and goes round round and round and round. She said, eventually your food filters out and goes on through the other systems, but not until it seems to go around and around and around and around in the area of your solar plexus. Well, after class, we discussed this. Now, the solar plexus is a chakra that's located at the area between the rib cage and the navel, right where all this stuff was. It's a large network or ganglia of sympathetic nerves located in the peritoneal cavity behind the stomach. And it has branching tracts that supply nerves to the abdominal viscera. Now, the viscera of the abdominal area include the stomach, intestine, liver, pancreas, spleen, kidneys, and ureters and sopranal glands. Oh, you know what? Wow, here's where blood sugar and cholesterol levels are measured. Here's where heartburn starts. Well, the spiritual area of the solar plexus is called the seat of our soul. And in the Bible, it's called the sea of glass. Now, all through my life, in the past, I have used the solar plexus area to help me make decisions. If that area was all agitated and all stirred up, well, I just didn't go forward. But if it was peaceful and still, then I could proceed. But now it just felt like this great heaviness. It wasn't all stirred up or peaceful and still. It was heavy, like it was filled to the brim, and it measured 15 pounds on my scale, all in my stomach area, nothing I seemed to try would budget. Okay, so now I've been doing my radio show for one month. I started my show on December 7th, and I did four shows in December, and this is my first show of the new year. Well, during this time that I've been doing these four shows, I have lost 10 pounds without doing anything different other than preparing and producing this radio show. Now, when you first start something new, there's tons of stuff you don't know about it, but I believe that broadcasting over the Internet is the future. It's free and it's... uh, I've been so excited about planning my shows and interviewing guests, but I've had to learn all the technical part too, so I contacted other hosts who were streaming their radio shows and I went and observed to learn how they did their show, but everybody I visited and observed did it a different way, so I had to decide how I was going to do mine. And I had to learn how to use my new little Sony recorder to interview guests. And then I had to learn how to edit the recorded interviews online digitally so that I don't have any dead air. And I had to learn how to upload everything into my online studio and then produce the show live on the air. And, uh, you know, all of this was sitting at the computer. I mean, it wasn't out doing calisthenics and lots of exercise. It was sitting and observing, and sitting, and doing, so, uh, and I'm still learning, it's been so much fun, I've been excited, and loving every minute of it, and I think uh, it was just knowing that, it was like being in love for the first time, the whole insides of me just felt like it was filled with bubbly champagne (laughs) because it feels like I'm supposed to do this that I'm supposed to share what I've learned and I feel such a sense of urgency about it like my life wisdoms will be helpful in some way to whoever listens to my show and help them enter into this new time of enlightenment here on the earth. So this is what I believed happened. (laughs) My solar plexus filled up with all my wisdoms that I have collected my whole life. And it was now time for me to speak them out onto the earth. And each week as I have spoken out my show, little by little, I have been emptying out my solar plexus. And those wisdoms had weight. And when I spoke them out, I lost the weight. Now in one of my past shows I talked about Dr. Candace Pert who was able to actually measure emotions in the laboratory so let's just expand this idea. Her research was not well, widely reported at first as the FDA and the AMA were not happy to hear the news and they tried to suppress her findings because it, you know they want to keep selling you drugs. So since emotions like anger and regret and revenge and hatred all have weight and can be measured, I think that a lot of people are overweight because they have all kinds of emotions stuck in their cells. And those emotions have weight, just like my wisdoms had weight. They can be measured on the scale. And actually... I used to have all that stuff stuck in my cells, and I was overweight in the past. And and when I began to empty out all my cells of regret and grief and anger and hatred and self-doubt, and I began to fill myself up with love and a sense of self-worth, that was the first time I lost weight, but I wasn't aware of it at that time. I wasn't aware that that was happening because, you know, you think the other stuff you're doing is making it happen. And, but my weight did return to normal from my age and height, and up until this year I've been, um, you know, I've lived a healthy, normal life. But then my solar plexus began to collect these wisdoms, and they had weight And if I hadn't started this radio show and began to speak out my truth, I would have stayed overweight with constant heartburn and been miserable for the rest of my life. (laughs) So let's examine this further. Perhaps the easiest and the best way to eventually lose weight is first of all, begin to get all that stuff out of ourselves that doesn't belong there. And there are so many ways available today to begin to deal with your issues. All that baggage you're carrying around every day, the stuff that's clogging your cells and giving you high blood pressure and diabetes and heart attacks and breathing problems, all of this, this is the truth now with a capital T. All disease in the body is the result of spiritual emptiness emotional trauma, and intellectual ignorance. Now, I've done all kinds of therapy, past life regression, rebirthing, Scientology, chakra cleansing, tuning forks, meditation, and more recently, um, beginning to develop my pineal glands so I can access spiritual teachers in dimensions. And I have received such great revelation about why I have done certain things in my life. I have been given to see the bigger pictures. What was really going on? What really happened? And how I benefited from the experience. And I have learned that no one makes a mistake. You have never made a mistake. You have just done what you did at the time with the knowledge that you had then. And everybody's on the path. You can't get off the path. (laughs) Everybody's on it. Every experience has value. Everything that happens has happened for a reason. And you can find out what that reason is. And one by one, and little by little, and step by step, we can receive the information, assimilate it, digest it, and then eliminate. And as you eliminate these issues, these traumatic issues, these issues of pain and sorrow and regret and anger, you will lose weight. <laughs> you know, I mentioned to you, I think, on another show that uh, one of the greatest tools I have used to do the elimination process is the Soul of Healing meditation by Dr. Deepak Chopra. And this CD has been a constant source of healing for me. I do this meditation every day. And it keeps my etheric body, my spiritual body, my emotional body, my intellectual body, and my physical body, clear and cleansed of all toxic and negative thoughts. And I listen every day for the higher wisdoms from my spiritual teachers so I can walk my path in peace and happiness, prosperity and health, and you can too. Now, in many cases, just like me, you have your own personal truth that needs to be spoken. And so don't worry about what people think or might think. It's time for us to be honest now and to not agree with something if down deep inside of you, you don't really agree with it. It's time to not continue to give your power to what is not in your highest and best good. Because our power of agreement is what holds our own personal world together and actually the whole earth together. The Bible says it like this All things are held together by the word of his power. That's Hebrews 1 3. You can look it up. And I have never heard a minister or a Bible teacher preach or teach on this subject. The word of our power. Our power is in our word. What we say. It's not what we eat. It's what we say. <laughs> Your entire world, that organized system that is you, operates according to what you say. Remember, you are the I am. Anything you say after I am Is what you're saying is true about you? Perhaps beginning today, you could set up a spiritual alarm within yourself that catches you every time you begin to say, I am. Like, I think I'm catching a cold. Or, I am just sick and tired of this situation. And let the alarm go off and let your soul shout out, Wait, 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 don't say that! Don't say that! Don't confess or say what you don't want. Begin 2013 by saying only what you want. And create with your word, the word of your power, the world that you want. Remember Jesus used his word to open blind eyes, cause ears to hear. We can use our word to create what we want also. Only agree with what you want. Don't give agreement to anyone or anything that compromises you as an individual. Don't give agreement to anyone or anything that is not in your highest and best good. Using the power of your word is critical to you in having a world of contentment and happiness. So if you don't know yet what your highest and best good is, because you have to know what it is before you can speak it out, you could begin to do a worksheet to clarify your intentions. And uh, I have this worksheet on uh, the Internet. Um, I've written a book, and I provide the book for free on the Internet at www.mrwright.com for me.com and the worksheet is there i think it's on page 36 and it's going to ask questions for you to answer like what is your heart's longing what is your fondest hope what is your most impossible dream what is your purpose in life what are your talents and gifts And as you begin to answer these questions, and with some of them, you'll have to ask your higher wisdoms for the answers, and sometimes you'll put many, many different answers down for a while, but eventually you'll start, the same answer will start showing up, and then you'll know that's the truth for you. And you will begin to clarify your desires and your hopes and your dreams, so that you can begin to realize them, and your desires, as your desires are cleansed of, um, you know, all that junk in yourself, your desires will be elevated into a, a different uh, level of expectation, and then um, it you'll know what will truly bring you happiness. And as you are true to yourself and you speak your truth. Guess what? (laughs) You're going to lose weight. (laughs) Happy talking. It's not what you eat. It's what you say.